Plus, I could go see my kids' Christmas recital, which should be cool. Amazing. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Wrecked Podcast. I am Bunchu alongside my esteemed colleague and co-host Crypto Chamber. Chamber, how you doing, buddy? Doing pretty good, man. You know, it's uh, what mid-December. We're a week away from Christmas. It's cold as shit outside. Um, you know, holiday parties are happening. I have a little bit more alcohol in my system on a daily basis. <laughs> it's good. It's a good. It's 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 a, it's a great time of the year. You know. We should, one could uh, say one could say the most wonderful time of the year. Oh wow! We <laughs> should uh, parody the now controversial "Baby, it's cold outside" to "Chamber, it's cold outside," and just uh, make the words about things in your life. I would really like to do that. I think, that <laughs> I think we could. Um, yeah. So I have just finished my last overnight business travel of the year, which is Ooh. fantastic. So uh, that's great. So I won't be uh, recording from any Hilton Garden Inns, Hampton Inns, Double Trees, or anything of the sort <laughs> for the rest of the year, and that makes me very happy. What's your uh, What's your uh, hotel um, like points? Like which which uh, which uh, card? So I'm, you a, go? I'm a Hilton guy. You're a Hilton guy. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'm a Marriott guy. Use, well, we're supposed to use Hilton for work, so I created a new one and. Uh, like that's our preferred one for my job. So I've got all the Hilton points. Nice. Yeah. Hey, actually speaking of hotels, I have a pretty funny story. I think that you will, uh, that you'll enjoy. Do uh, it. <laughs> we had our, um, you know, management team, uh, holiday party, uh, two, two nights ago. Yeah. Two nights ago. And uh, we actually, uh, the hotel we were staying at, we had rented out the presidential suite um, at this Ooh. hotel. Oh, it was uh, it was nice. It was nice. Um, and we had, um, so I think a week before, you know, the email went out saying that uh, they were thinking about playing, uh, we're, you know, they were thinking about playing some poker and, uh, you know, we'd have full bar and you know, all that fun stuff. And I'm like, Is this at a I'm casino? A little- no, no, just like just uh, uh, at at the hotel, like just oh, in the group. Nice. There's 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 a dozen of us in the management team, so you know there uh, th- there's enough for for a pretty good poker game. Cool. And I'm I'm kind of new to the group. I've been with the team for about a year now, um, and I'm not sure. You know, these guys are talking poker, like you know they they mean business, and right. you know me, I'm not a I'm not a gambler, <laughs> but not a good you know, one. Not a good one. I mean, that's obvious. Um, but although you did take third place in our poker tournament, I, I so this is funny actually. So I've been adjacent to big gamblers for the majority of my life. Uh, now with yourself, you've taken over the reins as uh, my you know my close gambler friend. Uh, but for years, I had you know one of my best friends. He was you know a semi-professional poker player. And, you know, we would play, we used to live together um, and I would play occasionally with them. So I, I'd just been, you know, adjacent to it. So I, I had talked to my boss and I said, you know, like, I don't, 
like what are we talking about like I, I was worried like these guys you know these guys are some pretty high rollers like like right. we're doing like i don't want to lose like a thousand bucks basically like right before christmas <laughs> right. Is, is what i'm not looking to do and he's like no 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 like we play you know 20 bucks a hand like not 20 bucks a hand but you know 20 bucks a buy-in buy 40 in, bucks yeah. a buy-in i'm like oh that's that's fairly reasonable i'm like i don't mind losing a hundred bucks um so sure enough uh, we, you know, go for dinner, go back to the hotel, we start playing and, you know, I, I, you know, I hear them talking and I start getting a little suspicious about how, how, how involved they are in poker and how much they know the game. So I'm, I'm, I'm you know, again, I know some, uh, I can play and, you know, not make a complete fool of myself and I'm watching. And so, you know, we're playing Texas Hold'em and, you know, the bets start going around, you know, two cards get dealt out three cards get flipped over and they're flipping one over at a time and betting. So like, you know, the, the flop okay. and they're betting. So the betting like starts the and the flop comes out and they're not putting all three face up at once. Correct. They put three face down and then one at a time had a round of betting. So and then, not and then, Texas. Hold them. <laughs> right. So I'm watching. I'm like, I'm like, what is happening here? And so, sure enough, like, I fold, like, I had a shit hand. So I fold, and I'm watching, and sure enough, they bet on all three of those, uh, uh, of the flop, and the betting stops on the third one, and, you know, whoever won the hand, and I'm like, I'm like, this doesn't seem right. Like, in my head, like, again, I don't play poker a ton, I'm like, I feel like this is wrong, and I'm like, at the same time, I don't want to, like, call it out and be 100% wrong, you know what I mean? And look like an asshole. Right. So I kind of grab my phone, and I'm like, I just Google like Texas Hold'em and then Rules. images. I just want to see like a, I just want to see an image of like a hand. And I'm like, yep, c- confirmation. There should be five cards down. You know what I mean? Flop, yeah. river, turn. All right. So uh, I just speak. I'm like, hey, guys. I'm like, I'm pretty sure this is wrong. Uh, there should be five cards down. And everybody kind of like, no, 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 no. I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure there is. And then <laughs> after that, the I went from being in my mind, the worst poker player at the table to realizing I might be the best poker player at this table. <laughs> and I, uh, sure enough, just obliterated everybody after that. Um, so they didn't, want, they didn't want to play. We played one hand uh, that lasted a few hours and, uh, or like one, you know, one buy-in that lasted a few yeah. hours. A couple other guys, you know, rebought. But yeah, just destroyed everybody. I, I thought you would, you would be proud of me. But I, I am was, very proud of you. you were, I was super nervous. And then I'm like, I was even more nervous when, you know, when I had to make like a, you know, like call, call out. When the you had to in- come off the top rope and say, right, this call is out not the entire group. None of you 11 other Jamokes realize this. Know how to play Hold'em? <laughs> like, what the hell? I, yeah, so nervous. So, yeah, I thought you would appreciate that one. That's so funny. Oh, my uh, God. And we were drink. Like, I was very drunk I, again i don't gamble and i don't really get super drunk that often either and i you know i was drinking hard so there was that you know oh what day was this this would have been tuesday night oh what what else happened tuesday night Chamber? i don't i think nothing i think <laughs> i finished the game and crawled into my hotel room and went to bed i uh, don't think did you check your phone at all i don't believe i did were you uh, on it's twitter to... at all oh that's really off brand for me i'm i'm not on twitter late <laughs> at night so probably uh, was, I, we may have gotten hacked yeah uh, i've hacked my <laughs> balls you you uh i'm scolding you for this so on last show 
we were talking about TikTok and some people in Twitter that are, you know, getting into TikTok and things like that because there was a crypto story about it. And you brought up uh, Mr. Michael Nye and said you were blessed yes. by him. I Yes, I did. I did say that. Then you proceeded to basically troll him from our podcast account and get him uh, blocked. So I wish... Um that was a different story. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, I I mean, troll anyone again. Now, we've, hold we've, on. We've, dis- Here's we've discussed my in the past. Okay. Get, former guest of the show. Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe be nicer. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know what? You, fair point. So, <laughs> what happened was um, he had, we were talking about TikTok last show. Yes. And again, I I'm I've been blocked, you know, unfortunately, uh, for my shenanigans, um, you know, rightfully so. I get it. Um, so I, I was on uh, the wrecked podcast Twitter, and I saw that he had tweeted something about drunk. TikTok. <laughs> no, no, no. This was this was prior to being. Oh, drunk. okay. <laughs> so this was this was just an honest, you know, like we're just we're having some fun, and he had tweeted something about. Oh yes, TikTok. and you responded, "Hey, we talked. We about talked it about this, TikTok, you know." Yeah. And then I made like a funny tweet. It's just like you know. Uh, and you know, also, can you unblock Chamber? Um, you know, by he was the way, just. This is Chamber. By the way, this is Chamber. It was a funny tweet. I thought it was you know light. A light. I chuckled at that. Yes. Exactly. It was. It was all in good fun. And that sure portion, enough, yes. Sure. Yeah. Exactly. Sure <laughs> enough, at whatever time it was, it was probably one o'clock in the morning. You know, one thirty in the morning. Uh, he responds to it. And he says something along the lines, and it seemed a little salty, if I'm being 100% honest. I can't see it now because well, it's I would blo- probably have been salty as well. Uh, again, it was, it was a little light on my side. Um, and basically um, wanted me to make a public apology on my Twitter account, and then he would unblock me. Uh, obviously, being, <laughs> you know... Uh, on the on the poker high that I was, plus being pretty intoxicated, I felt pretty good about myself at the time, and um, I had a had a pretty big chuckle. And then I started trolling a little bit harder. Again, I don't think anything too offside, but um, so much so that no, unf- but that paired with your other shenanigans. A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong. It was yeah. a cumulative effect. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, and I do apologize. I did get us blocked on the wrecked podcast uh, account I, as well and i, I apologize <laughs> it was very quick i'm like what the fuck <laughs> because this happened like literally i'm sleeping and then uh, i wake up the next morning and i get an i have a notification from wrecked podcast that says sorry bunch of you this was my fault <laughs> yeah and it was a blo- yeah the blocked uh blocked account yes. image uh, so i do apologize um i will go on record apology I will go on record and apologize to Mr. Michael Nye for, for, you know, I, again, I am, uh, you know, a friendly river uh, for people that do know me Uh, in real life. What is our hashtag? Uh, Uh, (laughs) Playfully disrespectful. Playfully disrespectful. Uh, I've been, I've been like this literally my entire life. My wife hates me for it. If she could block me in real life, she probably would. (laughs) Um, So... He, Michael Nye is not alone in in being annoyed by my shenanigans, so I do apologize. Um, you know, I but think the real I think the real thing you need to put out an apology TikTok. I th- <laughs> <laughs> How does this work? <laughs> I'm, I'm just sorry. trying to say sorry. <laughs> 
<laughs> so yeah, shout out to Mr. Michael Nye. I'm sorry you I hurt your feelings. <laughs> that's uh heartfelt. I feel like that's genuine. <laughs> and I feel like you're not just doing it because I am uh, I was pissed at you. I do I felt so bad like oh bunch is bunch is not gonna like this one. You know you know yeah. As we all know, you're not the one that likes to do these types of things. No, I am not the confrontational no, so, uh, yeah. Again, as drunk as I want as drunk as I was, I did try to keep it still playful as much as I could. Um, hashtag but, playfully disrespectful. Yeah, hashtag playfully disrespectful. So anyway. Uh, I apologize right. to you more so is is really the, the true <laughs> apology is a bunch of apology that's okay i <laughs> i forgive you <laughs> i appreciate that thank you uh, all right let's get in to some news you want to start us off or you want me to uh, you know what i think i feel like i need to start this off because right. another day goes by and another Canadian, and in, in, in this case, two Canadians, scam some people. Um, so I don't know what the hell we are doing here in Canada, but uh, crypto and Canadians just equal scam. Um, you know what? And maybe I'm the mouthpiece for this. Uh, so uh, this is from the block crypto. Two brothers plead guilty to Bitcoin scam worth over $150,000. Uh, two Canadian brothers plead guilty to Bitcoin scam worth over $150,000 in federal court. Uh, Oregon Live reported on Monday that the two brothers, uh, K- uh, Karanjit and Jagrup Singh, uh, stole about 23 Bitcoin, currently worth about $157,000, from a 63-year-old Oregon woman after they created a fake Twitter account to impersonate Hong Kong-based cryptocurrency uh, exchange hit BTC. Uh, Karen Jeet and Jagroup uh, trick the woman to share the login credentials and use the information to withdraw 23.2 bitcoins from the woman's hit BTC account um, to Karen Jeet's Kraken account. Uh, Karen Jeet was arrested in July and Jagroup turned himself in on Monday per the report. Each pleaded guilty to conspiring to commit wire fraud and money laundering. Both will serve two years in prison when authorities announce sentencing March 17th. Jag Roop uh, is still finishing his college degree pending sentencing. The woman will get her money back with assistant U.S. attorney uh, Quinn Harrington uh, received a $142,000 check from the brothers. Uh, The woman who watched the plea hearing Monday and asked not to be identified told Oregon Live, quote, I feel sorry for them. I have son. I have a son that's 27. I hope they can turn uh, their smarts into something more beneficial. And <laughs> wow, that's pretty Canadian generosity. <laughs> well, that's a uh, that's an American lady. I oh. mean, that's an uh, that's an Ora, Oregonian. Uh, uh, yes. is, that, is that right? Am I saying I that properly? Um, but yeah, that's a yeah. She is uh, turning the other cheek, if you will. And uh, yeah, what the hell's going on up in Canada, man? I don't know. We're we're no good. We're I'm sorry. I apologize on behalf of all Canadians. Uh, uh, Karen Jeet and Jagroop. Uh, you know, I'm, I I I can't speak for them, but uh, I'm sure they will say sorry uh, as 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 Canadians are known to do. Um, but yeah, I'm in. I think the most shocking thing out of this report for me is there's a 63-year-old woman that has 23 Bitcoin. Um, <laughs> That's true. That is impressive, no? That is very And true. holding it all on HitBTC for some reason. Yes. Um, so keep Which your... Which is a shady-ass exchange. To yeah, keep your Bitcoins in a hardware wallet, not on exchange, people. I mean, you know, fool me once, you know? 
Um, yeah. So what are you, are you, any thoughts on this one? Just don't uh, trust I'm, Canadians, essentially? Yeah, I don't trust any of you. I know, that's, <laughs> that's fair. That's probably the right stance. None, at least none of you that are involved in crypto. I really <laughs> I really feel like I am the mouthpiece uh, for Canadian crypto people. Yeah. Because uh, I think a lot of Americans and, and, you know, people all over the world just assume Canadians are uh, these, you know, uber nice, over the top, polite <laughs> uh, people. And I mean, if you're listening to this show, you know, <laughs> I am not that. Uh, <laughs> right. I mean, I am nice. Like we, we were on the, on the last show, you were kind of shocked. I think it was a would you rather. Oh, yes. Your would you rather. Yes. I, again, I am the most monstrous Canadian. Um, <laughs> but at the end of the day, I still, you know, I'm still nice, um, you know, overall. So yes. uh, I am the worst one of us. Uh, but uh, <laughs> hey, we're still if you're okay. the worst one, that's still pretty That's what good. I'm saying. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I props to the 62 year old lady though for having 20 something Bitcoin. Yeah, no kidding, eh? That's more than I'll ever have in my life. So it's <laughs> oh, so sad to say, but you're probably right. <laughs> it's def- I am definitely right about that. <laughs> should, should, should she wait for a big dip to rebuy and maybe get like 30 Bitcoin? Uh, yeah, probably. Uh, it's been dipping the last couple days uh, ish, and then it bounced back a little yesterday. But uh, I think she should. Uh, you know, she needs those. Uh, free, tra- or I mean, those private trading courses that charge eight BTC. Have you seen those tweets? I have seen those tweets. <laughs> <laughs> uh, pretty tough. Pretty yeah. tough. All right, my turn. My 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 turn. Um, Monero's lead maintainer, Fluffy Pody, friend of the show, former guest, steps down after five years of heading the project. Uh, Ricardo Spagni, the lead maintainer of the privacy-oriented cryptocurrency Monero, has stepped down. Uh, he led the project since its launch in 2014 and will now continue as a backup maintainer, according to an announcement Monday. Um Snipa? I don't know. S-N-I-P-A, a longtime contributor to Monero, is taking over Fluffy Pony's role. Uh, it's not clear why he resigned. Um, and so he once expressed his thoughts about quitting the project as the lead, quoting, uh, I was the lead maintainer across all projects. And at some point last year, I was like, I can't do this. Fluffy Pony told Coindesk in May 2018, adding, I will always be an advocate for privacy and for Monero, a part of the community and part of the Monero community. But my actual responsibilities by definition need to be reduced. Um, interesting what do you think yeah i mean i don't know what that's gonna mean for the the you know monero overall um but yeah it seems like he's still gonna have a finger on the pulse of it so you know just just give himself a little breathing room so i wonder if it's i wonder if i mean do you think it has anything to do obviously this is speculation but do you Mm -hmm. think it has anything to do with the kind of increased regulation around privacy coins and you know some recent delistings of uh, privacy coins including monero so what i would you know yes uh what i would think is you know during if if we do have a uh, you know more mass adoption happening, and the and the more mass adoption, the more focus that it, it's going to happen on privacy coins. And if you're a privacy coin, and you know there there are all these regulations and different countries speaking out against them, I don't think you want to be the face of it because then you get held accountable for these types of things. So stepping down or maybe a little earlier uh, before these types of things happen uh, might might not be a bad idea. Yeah, 
I agree. All right, next. I got another one here. Um, again, from the block crypto. Fortress Investment Group extends new buyout offer to Mt. Gox creditors. So Mt. Gox back in the news. Fortress Investment Group has sent an updated letter to thousands of creditors of the now defunct crypto exchange Mt. Gox offering to purchase their claims. Mt. Gox, if we all remember, went bankrupt in 2014, long before I knew what Bitcoin was, after reportedly losing over $480 million worth of Bitcoin. Um, last year, Japan's court changed, uh, ch changed Mt. Gox's case status from bankruptcy to civil rehabilitation, which allowed the company to restructure its business and might uh, possibly lead to creditors getting some of their assets back. Mt. Gox currently holds 141,000 Bitcoin on behalf of the creditors, which constitute 15% of the 940,000 Bitcoin originally lost, according Ooh. to the latest report. Wow. Uh, in a letter penned by Fortress Managing Director Michael Hurigan, uh, the firm proposed to acquire creditors' Bitcoins held by Mt. Gox at Bitcoin's current market price. At last check, Bitcoin was trading at 7200 a coin. Uh, that would provide creditors with a guaranteed payment but fortress would pocket 30 percent of what they could uh, uh of what they could have been paid the letter cites the ongoing lawsuits filled by two large creditors mount gox parent company uh tybini tybini and us-based bitcoin business incubator coin lab as a reason why creditors should sell uh, quote, these lawsuits threaten the delay and dilute distribution uh, on your claim, the letter says. Creditors have until December 31st to make their decision. Uh, and according uh, to an October report, a Tokyo district court, a total of 56 Mt. Gox creditors have filed petitions for this claim. In recent months, the court has approved Tybini's uh, claim concerning over 82,000 Bitcoins and 380. Uh, 386 million Japanese yen, which is around $3.5 million, um, as well as CoinLab's claim concerning uh, 385, uh, 385 uh, Japanese yen, around $3.5 million as well, uh, and, the del uh, and delay damages. So the legal process will likely drag on for a long time, and Fortress hopes creditors will sell to them instead. Uh, this is the second time Fortress has offered Mt. Gox creditors a deal. In July, the firm offered 900 per Bitcoin, uh, as per Coindesk um, in the report last time. So, mm, what would you do? Would uh, you sell? I mean, it's been going on for so long. I it would sure sell. has. It sure has. I would probably just sell. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> what do you think? I would all, I'm with you. I think, I think that's the move. It's tough, but like. It is tough, but I think that's the move. It's I like is it ever going to get resolved? I don't know. And like, I don't, it's you keep so seeing much like people that are leading it, like backing down and changing roles and all this stuff. And I don't know. I don't know if it'll ever get really solved. And you're just sitting there holding or hoping, you know? Like I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's it's a tough call. But there's just it's just so many. It's so many Bitcoin. It, it it makes it very difficult to resolve. Um, right. You know 900,000, I mean? you said? Yeah, almost a million Bitcoin. That's ludicrous. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like it is. Yeah, this is insane. <laughs> so, also more Bitcoin than I will ever have in my life. That one. I mean, I could see you maybe uh, surpassing uh, the lady from Oregon, but I don't see you surpassing 940,000 uh, Bitcoin. Imagine. What would you do with 900,000? I, I mean, that's a crazy amount. I mean, that's that's... 
fuck you, fuck you money. You know what I mean? Like double, <laughs> double fuck you money. Uh, um, what does that so equate yeah, to? Hold on. So uh, let's see. 900,000 times, let's just say 7,000. Yeah. Oops. 900. It's like 7 billion? Oh, God. Yeah. 6.3 billion. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> That's enough. That's uh, that's enough. That's still not, like you think it would be more than that too. You know what I mean? <laughs> like well, I mean, hopefully well, someday it will be. <laughs> yeah, only seven billion dollars. Yeah, only seven billion. Uh, all right, I got a couple more stories here for us. Uh, come from the block crypto. Uh, crypto exchange Kraken acquires Circle's once mighty OTC desk. So, uh, we've kind of seen Circle over the last couple months uh get a little back off a little from their crypto um businesses so we saw them sell poloniex right a couple recently right a couple weeks ago Mm -hmm. they sold poloniex and now they are selling their otc trading desk to kraken so crypto uh, exchange kraken has bought circles over the counter desk circle has been looking for a buyer for its otc desk since the summer according to sources and uh, their otc desk in 2018 saw a volume of 24 billion which is a big deal in 2018 um However, you know, 2019, I guess, was not so kind. Uh, And, you know, Circle's a Boston-based crypto firm, and they uh, were founded in 2013. They were one of kind of the earliest players in this digital asset field, and their OTC desk was once known as one of the most profitable businesses on the market, Kraken confirmed. Uh, Yes. And the, you know, so they've basically had a tough time in 2018 and they are you know looking to do that they've they've laid off in march they laid off around 30 employees in their finance department which is about 10 percent of its entire staff uh which and then circle attributed this to you know challenging regulatory environment in the u.s um and it's OTC business also suffered from an outflow of talent, including the former head of the OC trading in Hong Kong, Ryan Salome. So they were losing people as well. Um, you know, interesting. So Poloniex, they acquired for $400 million in 2018 uh, and sold it for much, much less. <laughs> um, but I, I don't know. It's so they also announced that they plan to shut down uh, Circle Pay in June. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know they're getting out. Uh, what do you think about that? I mean, we'll probably see this more and more. Um, you know, the changing of hands of these types of things. Um, I think it's it's yeah. kind of scary though. Like, it is pretty scary. You're right. I mean, especially everybody is attributing it to especially all the U.S. companies, attributing it to, uh, you know, regulations and all that stuff. And it's just like, all right, we're kind of getting hamstrung here in the U.S. on what we can and can't do, where we can and can't buy, all this stuff. And uh, it's making it very hard for any businesses to run in the space in the U.S. And so um, pretty tough. What do you think about that? 
yeah, I mean, we're we're seeing it more and more. Uh, obviously, in the U.S., uh, we've talked about like mining uh, companies coming in a little bit more, but the regulation side, I don't think miners get affected by regulation nearly as much as obviously exchanges and and stuff like that. So, um, you know, where the U.S. might be losing on those, they might be gaining in other you know in other facets of crypto. Mm, interesting. Uh, I got one more here uh, that I saw this morning. Not necessarily crypto related, but crypto adjacent. I would say just based on uh, you know what we've uh, you know seen in the past from scams and hackers and things like that. So this is actually from uh, Fox and LA. Uh, Fox Eleven tracks down Verizon employee accused of taking bribes from sim swap hackers um so they are confronting this verizon employee uh accused of taking thousands of dollars in bribes to assist criminals known as sim swappers who can leave their victims financially ruined so there's a picture of this dude uh they don't have his name out here yet i don't think um but for those of you who don't know what a SIM swap is, it's when a uh, criminal is able to kind of get a hold of your phone number and personal information uh, and then basically impersonate you and uh, you can and then they would basically have all your information transferred to a new SIM card that they have in their possession. Right. Um, and then you, they, that person's effectively taking over your entire phone number and they can take advantage of, you know, text-based dual auths and things like that uh where you may have a lot of sensitive information so if they you know if they have access to your 2fa obviously from a crypto standpoint you can uh you can get crushed no bueno (laughs) (laughs) they can change passwords lock their you know lock people out of their own lives everything basically uh so this Robert Ross uh, on October 26, 2018 is quoted here. says, I took a million dollar loss. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. One second. One second. His name's Bob Ross. <laughs> yes. Yes. Robert Ross. I took a I'm million gonna... dollar loss. My heart was pumping a lot. Fear, a deer in headlights. Uh, and it began when he says his phone began showing notifications for withdrawal requests on one of his financial accounts that he had never made. Uh, moments later, his phone displayed no service from AT&T and his laptop showed his Gmail account suddenly logged out. Uh, so between those things together, he realized something was way off and he was being hacked. Went to the Apple store, figured out what was going on, called AT&T to determine there was uh, an unauthorized SIM change in the account, and they got him a new SIM card and activated it. By that time, all his money was already gone. Uh, $1 million was uh, a lot of money. He lost his savings for his daughter's education and was all gone in less than an hour, and the the hacker converted it all to Bitcoin and withdrew it. Wow. Goodness. That is devastating. <laughs> he, he's quoted here saying, I didn't have another million dollars. That was my million dollars. No, that was the only one I had. <laughs> yeah, that was it. Um, yeah, so within three weeks of this, I guess they 
analyzed the AT&T cell tower pings in New York State and arrested 21-year-old Nicholas Truglia uh, on numerous felony charges. But this is not the same guy, so this is just a story of someone else. Uh, he was extradited to California to face charges where he pleaded not guilty and is on trial in, uh, I guess, October. Uh, he did this to a ton of people. And one of them was allegedly blockchain and cryptocurrency investor Michael Turpin. Um, and he said he's been sim swapped twice. So I've actually heard interviews with this guy, with Michael Turpin, talking about it. Um, Turpin won a $75 million judgment against Truglia, who he sued for being involved in his 2018 sim swap that stole $24 million from him in cryptocurrency. Whew. Wow. <laughs> crypto be scamming yeah holy wow. cow that's crazy that's bananas wow so i guess also it says in this that this guy truglia had even allegedly posted a tweet it sounds like if you were a criminal this is something you would do truglia had even allegedly posted a tweet stating he had stolen 24 million on his phone, or on his phone preserved, is the day of my hack. Him texting his dad and his best friend saying, I'm rich. I got 20 million and I just got 100 Bitcoin. I'm not kidding. <laughs> so, <laughs> I feel like that's something you would do if you were a, uh, <laughs> if you were a criminal. Listen, I'm Canadian. I'm in crypto. Obviously, I've already stolen from millions of people already. Uh, <laughs> I just know the only thing you've stolen from me is time. That's all. And isn't that the best? Isn't that the best currency of all? <laughs> it is. Uh, <laughs> it's a it's a depreciating asset. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's definitely not inflationary. <laughs> uh, one thing I did want to mention, not not about this story, but just something we were talking about last show, was uh, the Quadriga stuff. Mm-hmm. The guy's name is what? Gerald Cotton? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So I just want to point out that there is a major league uh, baseball pitcher uh, named Jarrell Cotton. Uh huh. Is he the same guy? I, <laughs> I think not. Oh, it's, it's a curveball. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying maybe someone should look into Jarrell Cotton. He's yeah. already got a million. He's major league pitcher. He's got millions of dollars. You could definitely uh, launder all that money through a major league baseball contract, can't you? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I think that <laughs> maybe makes a lot so, of sense. I mean, not saying, just saying. Somebody looking yeah. Jarrell Cotton. Just maybe some medical <laughs> records. Does he have Crohn's? Uh, yeah. Just a quick check. <laughs> is he It'll, Canadian? Yeah. Is he Canadian? <laughs> uh, <laughs> is he know. from Saskatoon? <laughs> the funniest of all Canadian uh, how, cities. So. <laughs> How much Tim Hortons does he? How yeah. much money does he spend on Tim Hortons a year? Uh huh. That's uh, you know, these the are basics. these are these are red flags. <laughs> anyway, that is going to do it for the news. What do we got next on Tap Chamber? Are we going with uh, our crypto MFK, or are we going with the other segment? Let's do uh, some crypto MFK first. All right, we are going with an old classic that we haven't done in a while. We are doing MFK. Okay, here's a shot out of a cannon. Oprah, Barbara Walters, your wife. You gotta fuck one, marry one, kill one. Go. All right, we each wrote one for each other, right? Mm-hmm. All right, I'll go first. Okay. So mine is uh, portfolio tracking apps. 
Uh-huh. Oh. Marry one, fuck one, kill one. Uh-huh. Delta, block folio, and coin stats. All right. Uh, this is this is fairly easy. Uh, I'm going to bang uh, block folio. I'm going to marry Delta because that is uh, the one I use the most, and I I love I love her very much. <laughs> um, and yeah, I'm going to kill coin stats. I remember using coin stats early on. Uh, yeah, no, not throwing shade at them. I just don't remember it being as. And again, who knows how many updates have come out since you know two years ago? Um, I just didn't remember it being as friendly. I did use Blockfolio for a little bit, um, and then threw her to the side for my uh, for my wife uh, Delta. So yeah, that's that would be mine. So uh, I'm going the opposite way. I'm okay. Going, coin stats is the main one I use. It is, eh? Yeah. It is. Mm, interesting. And in fact, I don't know if you remember this, but we actually worked with CoinStats back in the day and gave away five free pro subscriptions. We did. I remember now. So. Yes. <laughs> and so. I love burning I, bridges. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think you did. I mean, okay, good. You know, I, I, I use it. It's my favorite one, actually. There you go. Uh, and I track all my stuff on here, and that's what I use. Um, interesting. So I'm going to marry that one because that's the one I, I use every single day, day in and day out. The only other one I even have on my phone is Blockfolio. So I will choose to bang Blockfolio. Um, you know, I think you know what oh, you're Oh, I mean, Blockfolio is hot. Blockfolio yeah. is super hot. Yeah. Uh, and, so you can definitely bang her. It's, uh, and I'm going to kill Delta. I don't use it. And I hey, don't even have it. You got to kill phone. somebody. Yeah. It's not nothing it's personal. Delta. It's the rules it's of the game. Rules of the game. By the way, I just want to, uh, I just want to, I just opened my block folio uh, for the first time in, in a, a long time. Here. Oh, really? And uh, let's see. I have, what I do like about block folio is you can kind of create different portfolios. Um, I'm just looking at the, I can't go any further than that. I'm just looking at the need a coin Christmas calendar mm, from last year. <laughs> it ain't pretty. No, just in, just in the last, oh, let's see. I could go a year. All right. So this is about right. A year change. Yeah. Uh, at its height, I would, <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. So no we, moss. let's see all over like the time. In the last year, uh, it is down forty-seven percent. Oh, really? Let's see what mine says. I wonder. If, I wonder if I, I have the exact same one on Delta. See, I have it down. Oh, are you looking dollar? I look at BTC. Are you looking? Yeah, BTC I'm looking or? at dollar. Okay, so yeah, I have the same thing for dollar. Down BTC, we're down fifty-eight uh, percent. Is yep. what I have here. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's rough. All Actually, right. it's better than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be like eighty. <laughs> I, yeah, I agree. Actually, so all right, uh, all right. What's yours? Um, so I'm gonna give you a, I'm gonna give you an option because I wrote down first one was MFK Crypto Podcasts, um, <laughs> and I'm like, well, maybe he won't want to do that. So as a backup, I put um, U.S. crypto exchanges. So you interesting. Picked I was actually gonna go with exchanges first too. Uh, Let's go podcast. I love it. <laughs> it's like my Christmas present. That's okay. it. Merry Christmas, <laughs> you filthy animal. 
<laughs> All right. So MFK Crypto Podcast. You got to bang one. You got to marry one. You got to kill one. Uh, they are Crypto Street Podcast. Okay. Uh, crypto Entrepreneurs Podcast with our friend Charles. <laughs> And okay. LedgerCast with it. Oh, my God. This is really hard. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I love all of these people. Me too. Fuck. That's uh, why we made it hard. All right. Let me see here. Uh, all right. Here's how I'm going to do this. I'm actually going to marry ledger's podcast yeah i'm gonna marry ledger cast i've been listening to ledger cast since i can remember mm-hmm. uh and you know from a difference from our podcast standpoint it is you know extremely informative to me when i'm learning something you know yes. so uh i'm gonna marry that one it's <laughs> it, you know that's the one i'm going with for marriage fair enough um I'm going to bang Crypto Street. That makes a lot of sense. Crypto I'm bang Street. Crypto like, Street. I feel like they know their way around the bedroom. They do. They're you know they're they'll uh, put a finger somewhere where you're not used to. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. they'll, they'll trick you somehow. It'll I would say fun. crypto in the streets, freaks in the sheets. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's hundred uh, percent Crypto Street. Oh, all right, so. Because I play fantasy football in their football league, you know, mm-hmm. I talk to them. You're involved. You're involved. To, yeah, I'm involved with them. So I and I really enjoy those guys. Um, then, you know, also, also they kind of got me into the podcasting itch that, because that hey, was the first show absolutely. I appeared on. And it's the first time so, I heard your lovely voice. Yeah, exactly. So that's the, you know, going with them for the bang. And then unfortunately that leaves my boy Charles oh, uh, left. Work hardest dead. working man in crypto right now. Are you kidding me? I know, but oh. look, you you picked two that I have long-standing loyalties to you know yep so and you know charles is charles is new to me so i hear you um, i hear you uh, unfortunately it's nothing personal again charles. these are difficult decisions we need to make there's these we, would, we would bang and marry all of them if we could ask me again in a year and you know maybe that changes so fair enough let's see. We'll, we'll okay bump this in a year what are you doing well i as well am, i'm gonna marry ledger because for all uh, the same reasons bang you gave. charles okay I am 100% going to bang Charles because much like Dennis Reynolds, the ultimate fantasy is banging myself. Uh, and Charles is, uh, from what I can see, the closest thing that I can but find now, to But now, hold bang. on here. Now, I have, I, have, uh, I have to challenge you here. Okay. All right. We are talking about the podcast itself. I understand. Okay. So, if we're being honest, then it's- uh, So Charles's podcast is not like you. <laughs> right, but in the sheets, I feel like crypto or Twitter. Charles is coming out in the sheets. Uh, okay, so you're going uh, for ch- crypto, Charles. Yeah, right. crypto, Charles in the sheets. Twitter, uh, Twitter, Charles. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, that's what I meant. And then, unfortunately, um, you know, uh, my my friends over at uh, Crypto Street unfortunately have to go on this one. It's just because I don't identify with any of them uh, as you know as mirrors of myself to bang. So it's really a me problem, not a them problem. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, that was a good one i, I i'm uh, happy i took the challenge for that yeah one. no that was good you you leaned into it and i think it i think it worked out for the best 
Um, all right. And then last but not least, before we get out of here, um, we are going to do our best and worst Christmas gifts of all time. <laughs> do this you want to start? You want to go? Um, best yeah, first? let's do. Uh, do you want to do best? We'll go. Uh, we'll go we'll one category. Both each. Best. Yeah, we'll do. Wait, what? You want to do worst first and then best? No, or let's best? do best first. Okay. So I'll go first with best. Um, this happened, I want to say, like seven or eight years ago. Um, maybe a little bit longer. I uh, say eight to ten years ago. Uh, Christmas, we're at my in-law's house. And they are big, they are big Christmas people. They go overboard with presents. And it's, it's far too much every single time. And, you know, we do stocking. You guys do stockings in the U.S., right? Like your, your Christmas yep. stockings and stuff, right? So we do stockings first, and then we do gifts after. So uh, we're, we're opening up our stockings. We're all adults. That, at this time, nobody has kids. Um, like, we, you know, we're the, the 20, late 20-year-olds 20 kids in the house. Um, you know, my wife's brother's there with his girlfriend, and, and it's, we're the kids. So we get spoiled the most in, in the, in, back then. And so I'm going through the sock, and there's your, your, your typical things, your chocolates, your Toblerone bars, this kind of thing. Um, and then at the very bottom, I feel this, like, plasticky bag thing. And I'm like, what the heck is this? I thought it was, like, stuffing, you know, at the bottom of a shoe. Sometimes, like, a brand-new shoe, you get that, like... You know, mm-hmm. the, 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 the stuffing. Yeah, like the paper. Yes, yeah, so I kind of grab it and I, I pull it out and I realize it's a, an ounce of Primo Kush at the bottom <laughs> of this sock. <laughs> it was Amazing. a big old bag of pot. And the looks, and I'm telling you, my in-laws are, I mean, they're currently what, in their mid-70s? Um, so oh, wait a second, this is your in-laws that got this for you? A hundred percent. So at the time, maybe they're like late sixties and, you know, straight boomers, you know what I'm saying? Like this is not, wow. and this is, bef- this is years before even a hint of legalization was happening in Canada. Wow. Uh, even a hint. Um, and yeah, sure enough. I, I, and the look on their face, I looked at both, uh, my, you know, my, my in-laws the smiles and the joy in their face it will will be in my memory forever. Uh, they were so happy. They were so they were so impressed with themselves for getting it and couldn't stop laughing. And that was to this day still my favorite gift of all time. I just just not just that it was pot, but the fact that they got it for me and they were so they were so ready to laugh and so ready to have some fun with it. Um, that to me was one of the best Christmas. Wow, that's really good. That's good. Yeah, I, I thought, I thought that was gonna, real good. I don't think I'm going to top that because uh, that's like not only is it an unorthodox Christmas gift. And it was like 200 bucks worth of pot too. Like, right, I mean, it wasn't. But it's yeah, like, like your, and it's your in-laws, which mm-hmm. is great. So <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to top that one. But mine would be uh, probably the first time I ever got an Xbox. Ooh. And uh <laughs> one there are a couple of reasons one the way it was actually gifted to me uh and my brother uh and two just the long awaited uh gift of finally getting a console that i wanted mm-hmm. uh so when we were kids 
the neighbors got their N64, and we want me and my brother wanted one so bad, and we would just always bother my parents and ask for one, ask for one, and we never got it. And we were so we were always salty, and we would just go over there and play their N64 for hours. So when the Xbox came out, obviously probably the hottest thing at the time, it was the hot Christmas gift. Everybody was asking for one. Blah blah blah. So me how, and my how brother, old would you have been? How old would you have been? Um, I'm probably. I don't remember. Let's see. Hold on. Uh, uh, let me see. Because I feel like I original. Just... It was original Xbox. Is that what yeah. we're talking about? So that would have been like 2000? Uh, I don't know. So, probably around there. Yeah, right around there, I would say. So what would that put you in? Like your teens? Early Hold teens? Hold on. Let me just... When did the original Xbox come out here? November 15th, 2001. Oh, perfect. So it came out right in time for Christmas. 2001, I would have been a freshman or eighth grade depending on the time of year. In so 2001, that, I was a freshman in, in university. Wow. Okay. So, and wow, that's, cr- that's great. I, I, you know, I always think we're, you know, very close in age and it's funny how much of an age gap there is when you're younger versus when you get older. Isn't that yeah. funny? It, it I, is. I, it, it's, it's why so, like relationship gaps when you're older aren't as weird. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's so funny. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. I was like, uh, if I, you were 20, you can't date a 16 year old. No, you if cannot. You're 26. You can certainly date a 22 year old. You know what <laughs> exactly. I mean? So, uh, but um so i was either you know in eighth grade or freshman year i think i was a freshman at that point then right because um so then so that was like what we wanted um and christmas morning comes we're at my grandmother's house and no xbox (gasps) we are devastating devastatingly disappointed and so like we we go you know the tradition was at that time because we lived in illinois so we were visiting new jersey for uh christmas so we would go to my grandmother's for christmas morning then we would go visit my dad's side of the family uh for like lunch ish and then do presents with them and then come back to my grandma's in the evening uh so we went so me and my brother are like all right it's gotta be like maybe we're getting it at my dad's side of the family so like right so we go there and we do gifts with them and no xbox oh god <laughs> we're just like <laughs> we're like fuck like i can't believe this happened it's and you know a, like you know when you're like a disappointed kid it's on a Christmas, big deal you feel like, like it's a, you feel like such a twat though you're like yeah. i just got all this great stuff and i'm it's and i'm an, i'm being a little bitch 100%, you know what i mean it's so like you're trying not to be that way <laughs> at, and, least you, at least you had that thought to try not to be yeah you're trying but, to be that way and then you're like and, you know, be grateful for what you got because you're a spoiled little shit to begin with. Right. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, but also in the back of your head, you're very disappointed you didn't get the Xbox, yes. right? So we come back from my dad's side of the family and we're eating dinner, you know, at uh, my grandmother's and all of a sudden, you know, down in the living room where everybody's hanging out, my dad just goes, yeah, what's this? And it was just a gift that looked like it had been hidden from our site uh it was behind this chair and he's like oh we must have forgotten one this morning and it was the xbox oh my god he <laughs> read rider you he read rider you yeah that's exactly what he did that's 100 percent what he did and and so me and my brother flipped out it was oh, and so like, i got I just goosebumps re- right now that's exciting 
Well, oh, that that's that's nice. Yeah, I'll never forget it. So it was just one of those things, you know. I'm sure I've gotten maybe more substantial gifts of some sort, but it was just the way it happened that Absol- obviously that- went according to his plan. I've never forgotten that. <laughs> and hearing both of our stories, the half of half of the 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 you know the the worth of the gift is how it's presented. You know Correct. what I mean? Yeah. So I, I I'm with you. I like a good story. That that's awesome. I, that's that's all. Oh. I, I never got the uh, console as a kid. Uh, my parents hated me. And, uh, <laughs> by the time Xbox and PlayStation came out, I was basically out of the house, so they, they would not get it for me. Right, right. Um, yeah. All right, worst gift? All right, worst gift. And as I'm thinking about this, I'm not 100% sure it was a Christmas gift, but it's the one I, we're going to say for the sake of argument it was because I can't confirm in my mind whether it was or not. It was a gift from my, my now wife, Maybe she was my wife at the time of the gift, but it was right around then. Again, probably in that eight to ten years ago, maybe eight eight years ago kind of thing. Maybe it was the same year I got the pot. Um, <laughs> my wife, you know, gets me um, this, and I, I started traveling for work a little bit more. So she got me um, uh, a and this this leather like overnight bag you know when you put your deodorant colognes and toothbrush yeah, yeah. And, yeah. my so, uh, my wife <laughs> i always say i call it like adopt kid or whatever it is and then she's like you mean your makeup bag <laughs> yeah exactly makeup bag exactly <laughs> satchel <laughs> yeah um so you know I, I i get it and it's nice brown leather it's embroidered with my initials it's really really nice um and I'm like, oh, this is, you know, this is nice. And she's like, yeah, I didn't know what to get you. I thought this was really good. She's like, it was, you know, it was it was pretty expensive. This was after Christmas. She's like, yeah, it was pretty expensive. I'm like, what? I'm like, what do you mean it was pretty expensive? She's like, yeah, you know, was, I hope you like it, basically. I'm like, well, you know, at the time, my wife didn't work. Like, I was the income. So, I mean, any right. Christmas presents that I received... I mean, you were was, paying for it. I was essentially paying for it. Yes, right. Uh-huh. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I mean, you get these for free uh, most of the time. Uh, <laughs> and then sure enough, she spent like $120 on this thing. I'm like, I, I, and for years, I couldn't get over it. Like, I, I'm like, it's, I, I still use it to this day. I still have it because uh, I'm getting every ounce of worth out of this thing. But yeah, it was like $100 plus, you know, shipping or something like that. Uh, and I'm like, yeah, it was just, it would eat me alive uh for at least a good year I'm like why would you spend that much <laughs> on something that i can get for free it's like these people that buy four thousand dollar dogs i'm like you know how many dogs you can get for four thousand dollars a lot <laughs> uh, the four thousand so, dollar dog thing is so hilarious to me. as far as quality it wasn't the worst gift because i still use it um that being said uh, i i was in nashville uh, a couple months ago yeah uh, for uh, for some work one of the things that were one of the things uh, that was awaiting in my hotel room as part of the the group gift a courtesy uh, gift was i'm not joking you um a carbon copy of the exact <laughs> same satchel that i currently have with a little extra space uh it was a touch <laughs> bigger and i got it for free and i'm telling you it is the exact same thing except a little bit bigger uh and so eight years later my wife and i had a great laugh about it i'm like see i told you get them for free that's so funny yeah um so mine is uh i feel bad like you ever just have those people in your life that are just bad gift givers oh yeah yeah i have a family member that's like that and it's 
I don't, I don't, I, it's almost to the point where you kind of think they might be trolling. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I don't want to say who it is in in hopes that they don't listen or that, in, you know, if they ever hear right. this, I don't want You know who you them. are. Because uh, they probably won't remember what I'm about to say anyway. But uh, we're at my aunt's house for Christmas Eve. And we all do like, you know, a little gift exchange and whatever. And it's just like, even when you do like a secret Santa or something like that, you try to get something that's, you know, personal to the people that sure. you get, right? Or because, you know, especially when you do it with your family, you, like, you know your family, you know what right. they're into, you know what they like, right? Uh, they got me, I guess. And uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what they were thinking. I don't know. I don't know what triggered them to think that this would be, oh, hey, this is something for Bunch. Right up his alley. <laughs> this is something for Bunch. Uh, it was a um, electronic, like, plug-in, light-up, plastic fish tank. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can't even put actual fish in it. It's Watch just, it's like, something that sits on your desk. Like a... A weird aquatic lava lamp without the lava. That is very trolly. I think they were trolling you. They might have been, but then the problem is like they do this with like every gift that they get, like even things for like my. So uh, it wasn't like a one-off my gift wedding, or something like that. My wedding, um, like the <laughs> the wedding shower gift and yeah. all that stuff, like but, same kind of stuff. Like and you're just like, oh. <laughs> Thank You're just you. not good at this, are you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Or they just don't give a shit. <laughs> right, exactly. That's so right? weird. So there's um, a track record of them not not you know, right. performing yes. well. Right, right, right. So uh, that would be mine. But uh, I do have do have one more question. So you have uh, two little kids, mm-hmm. and obviously big into the. Um, you know, Christmas thing. Yep. It's your kid on Christmas morning. They, the best it's thing, a big right? thing for the kids. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, what, you know, what age were you when you, uh, found out that I'm so glad uh, you're bringing this up. Santa was a, I, a I, crypto scam. Right. Um, it's a good question. I feel like it wasn't like, like a, a moment. I feel like it was like, you know, evidence was building up. To a certain point, do you know what I'm saying? Like it was yeah. progressive. I, I would probably say, like the f- fifth grade, maybe. <laughs> I sixth, was so old. Sixth grade, like I don't know, something like that. I was so old. <laughs> <laughs> I was so old. So, and then th- this kind of leads into my question because same thing, right? Like evidence is building, right? That uh, maybe you know this dude isn't real, right? Like maybe you're getting catfished, right? <laughs> and uh, but obviously, based on the the best gift story I, I just told you, my dad went to very great lengths to convince us otherwise. Interesting. And so like so far, in fact, that you're just like, well, he can't not be real. Like he has really? to be real. Like so. What what he would do, and then and this is the moment I found out that he wasn't. But so like, like I said, we would travel for Christmas, and I'm sorry. So uh, so for the record, we would all leave the house at the same time. And I was just gonna say for the record, when you got the Xbox, when you got the Xbox, did you think Santa brought it? 
Yes. No, no, I I oh. knew it was for I knew it was from them at that oh, point. Okay, but okay. I was probably not much. That was probably maybe the first Christmas after. Okay. So like, <laughs> I was probably in eighth grader, you know. Right, and right, right. So, uh, but so we would travel for Christmas like this and we would all leave the house at the same time and, uh, you know, go and travel, whatever, do all Christmas. And then things would just magically be there in our house when we got back. Right. And you're just like, how's well, that impossible? How the fuck? Right? right. And so I'm like, all right, well, you know, that's proof, obviously, you know, yep. and then one year we got, I think it was the year before the Xbox thing. One year he, we had a uh like he got us like this papa shot thing from in the basement yeah and in the and it was all set up in the basement and everything like like with like hints leading down to the basement that there was something Amazing. there right Amazing. and and i'm like how the fuck <laughs> and so uh we go call on our neighbors to come and play because they were you know our best friends at the time and the neighbor comes over and he's like yeah this is so cool my parents came over and set it up <laughs> Oh, and so <laughs> that was when I was like, "Oh my god, oh. <laughs> my earth oh. shattered!" But like, how boss was my dad to like get That's the neighbors to come over huge. and set this up so we would fucking believe that Santa was real? <laughs> so we do stuff like that with our daughter now, where because we do so much traveling, sometimes we have to do a Christmas in the middle of the day. So like, we'll go pick her up from school all together and then we get back to the house and like all the christmas lights are on and like oh that's weird like you know it's we didn't have the christmas lights on and we'd come into the house and you know there's there's presents everywhere right so we obviously we would get it done right prior to us leaving and then we come back so right but it's harder to do when you're older 100 percent. yeah this is uh you know she was like last year she was uh, in in kindergarten this year she's in grade one and i already feel and this is something they don't tell you as a parent uh the 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 you know the the further we get uh with technology and and you know streaming shows like there's so much content that they take in right it's very difficult to keep to keep the santa thing going very yeah. uh i, I got to imagine Not it was the same easy. as when we were kids right? right exactly like it's so much harder like it wouldn't shock me if next year like she'd be in the second grade she'd be what eight seven eight years old like not that she would figure it out yeah <laughs> interesting all right that's our christmas crap for the holiday season we gotta we're, we're doing a show tomorrow too right? we are but it's yeah. not coming out tomorrow no not we will out. be interviewing and speaking with the one and only andreas antonopoulos uh so that should be fun yeah i don't know what we're gonna ask him i have (laughs) no idea we'll ask him about his favorite christmas present and how old he was when he learned about santa claus okay well we definitely do that like we'll like we'll get some good rapid fires yeah Um, i think so I got some good new ones that we haven't used Ooh, before. Ooh, nice. That, uh, that I'll try out. Um, but we should probably talk about some actual crypto stuff. Yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll teach us about some stuff for sure. <laughs> All right, man. So that is going to do it for us. We will have one episode next week uh, for the holiday week, and then we will be back, uh, I guess, the week after. Yeah, yeah, probably. All right. And that's it. Until next time, don't get wrecked, and that is financial advice. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. 
You can help support us by giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and become a rec patron by signing up for a monthly tier on Patreon.com. That's Patreon.com forward slash wrecked podcast. Don't get wrecked.